This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I'm not operating on 100% capacity today, lieutenants, but fear not, because even while operating at 47.85% of my physical capacity due to an upper respiratory infection, I am still able to wallop and destroy and annihilate the enemies of pleasure. They have absolutely zero chance against this five-star. Whether or not I'm at full capacity or not makes no difference because I make sure that we bring you a 100% absolutely entertaining and pleasurable show as we enjoy the alpha male lifestyle maneuvers for the next two hours. And we welcome you to join us front and center here today, coast to coast. Maybe cold wherever you are, maybe snow, maybe ice. Fear not, it will be nice, hot, warm, and toasty here in Humidor 1A. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center reporting for duty, Humidor 1A here in the Cigar City. I will not let an upper respiratory infection get me down or stop me or preventing me from, number one, espousing the good life. Number two, promoting the alpha male lifestyle. And number three, annihilating and decimating the enemies of pleasure. And they have reared their ugly heads again. We will get to that in a little bit. But first, if you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar and Pleasure-Friendly Hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address, CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow. Like us on Facebook Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. And don't forget to download the Cigar Dave mobile app for your iPhone, your iPad, or your Android phone or tablet device. Much to get to today, lieutenants. I do want to let you know that at 1.30 Eastern time today, we will be joined by two of the great giants in the world of cigars and in the world of boutique cigars, as we'll be joined by Ernesto Perez Carrillo, as well as Mike Giannini. Both of them used to work together at El Credito Cigar, makers of La Gloria Cubana. Ernesto sold the company about, geez, got to be about seven, eight years ago, maybe a little bit longer. He now has E.P. Carrillo Cigar, based down in Miami and República Dominicana. Mike Giannini with General Cigar oversees El Credito and their foundry boutique cigar manufacturing project, and they have both teamed up working together on a brand-new cigar a cigar called Reunited, R-E, the plus sign, United. And we will have them both at 1.30 to talk about their brand-new collaboration. Very excited to speak with both of them. But first up, lieutenants, this week Facebook announces that they are opening up gender identity and pronoun options. So as whereas heretofore, 
You had the choice of either being a male or female, which most people in the world would fit into, but apparently not. Now they have a whole host of different options. Users can choose up to 10 different gender definitions to describe themselves out of more than 50 different options, including cisgender, whatever the hell that is, transgender, uh, transgender, intersex. I have no idea. I know what an intersection is, but I don't know what intersex is. I have absolutely no idea. And the way that you do it is on your settings page where it asks you for your gender, you can now choose male, female, or custom. So you can put in trans and all these different type genders will come in. And this was to accommodate the LGBT activist groups, the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transsexual. And mazel tov to them. They've got now 50 different options. But I've got a big-ass problem. Because I went to go change my sexual or my, not my sexual orientation, I'm not talking about that, but my gender. I want to be specific here. My gender. I went to go change my gender. So I went to exactly where it is you go to, right on your page. You go to About, and then you go click on where you have to uh, edit about you or whatever, and which is exactly what I did, basic information. So I went to go edit that, and I went to change my designation from male to something more appropriate for me. Now, I'm not talking about lesbian, gay, transsexual, hissexual, quadrasexual, multisexual, somewhat sexual. No. I went to go change the custom field to alpha male. There was no designation for alpha male. Now, it seems to me that if Facebook can put in all these other designations, 50 new designations for lesbian, gay, bisexual, multisexual, transsexual, you know, hypersexual, whatever. Why is there not an opportunity for me to properly represent what I am? And that is not just a regular male, but an alpha male. So we need to start a campaign to Mark Zuckerberg because uh, he was more than thrilled to, <coughs> excuse me here, lieutenants, you can tell my upper respiratory infection is getting to me, but I will not let it get me down here for the next two hours, fear not. Mark Zuckerberg, I have no problem. He wants to go march, which they did, uh, Facebook in the, I don't know what it was, LGBT Pride Parade in San Francisco. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care if someone is trisexual, multisexual, partly sexual, fairly sexual, partly cloudy sex. I don't care. I want the opportunity the equal opportunity that I and you as alpha males have earned to put our proper gender classification, and that is alpha male. So I will be dictating a letter. I will be making the rounds. I will make this a big campaign because I believe that we as alpha males are being discriminated against, and it is absolutely unacceptable. You and I are proud 100% USDA alpha males. We should be awarded and afforded the proper respect, the proper designation. If it's okay for them to come up with all these other 50 different categories for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trisexual, transgender, multi, whatever, then we should have the right to be known by alpha males, which is what we are all proud to be. So Facebook, this general is starting a campaign. 
If you can open it up for all the other different LGBT communities, how about opening it up for the USDA AM community, the USDA alpha male community? We will make that a priority, lieutenants. Warning. Warning. We have reached DEFCON 1. Civil rights have been breached. Congressional insurgency has begun. Stand by to enact countermeasures. And before I get to this uh, very important DEFCON 1 element here, one final statement on the Facebook. I find it amazing that all these different groups now, whether it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, trisexual, whatever the case is, they're all getting their day in court, if you will. Everybody's making a giant, everybody is kowtowing to them, everybody's making a huge deal, yet we, as alpha males, are being discriminated against. It's almost as if now, because we're heterosexual, it's almost as if that because we are proud to be testosterone-laden males, alpha males, that we now should feel guilty. Because we're not either lesbian, gay, trisexual, bisexual, soon to be another sexual, whatever the case may be. Does it not seem like if you are just a regular, good, old-fashioned, heterosexual alpha male that we're now getting left out in the cold? Sure as hell feels like that to me. Very important bit of enemy of pleasure news. Those of you that live in Maryland, my former home, where I resided after college for three years, love living in Baltimore, love the state of Maryland. I do not, however, love the socialists that are now in control of that state. They have taken what was once a great state, and they are decimating it. They are systematically destroying it. If you look at the governor, Martin O'Malley, he is absolutely no William Donald Schaefer, who was the gov- first the mayor of Baltimore for, I think, about 16 years, and then he was the governor for eight years. Great governor, great, uh, great mayor. He was a Democrat, but he worked with business. He was moderate, understood the importance of the public-private sector working together. Not the case with Socialist O'Malley. Not in any way, shape, or form. And from the state of Maryland, there now is legislation that is making its way through committee that would raise the age restriction on the sale of tobacco from the age of 18 to 21. This, to me, is an absolute assault, an absolute raping of our rights granted under the U.S. Constitution. And I'll tell you why. At the age of 18, we can go die for our country. At the age of 18, we are legally entitled to vote. And in fact, the taxocrats, the Democrats, were the first ones to say, oh, we want to even lower the age. <coughs> Excuse me, we want to even lower the age. Trust me, if they could lower the age to seven so that little kids could be persuaded at schools to cast a vote for their Democrat uh, uh, compatriots, they would do that. There's no doubt about it. But at 18, we have the right to vote. Democrats said we need to lower the age of voting from, I think it was 21 down to 18, which I agree with. I don't think the alcohol laws should be age 21. I think you should be able to purchase 
alcohol at 18, however, with supervision. I don't have a problem with that. But I have a problem that we, at the age of 18, are told you can vote, you can die for your country, but you may not purchase a cigar. Now, there are other states that are trying to enact this same legislation. We talked about it. There's different areas in uh, Massachusetts trying to do this. But now we're seeing an entire state trying to do this. This is unconscionable. This is unreasonable. This must be stopped in its tracks. How are we going to do it? Because here's how we're going to do it. We're going to show up. 99% of life is showing up. The Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee in the state of Maryland has scheduled a hearing on Senate Bill 325 this coming Wednesday at 1 p.m. It is sponsored by Senator Jenny Forehand, taxocrat of Maryland. Yeah, I'd like to give her a forehand, I'll tell you that, or a backhand. Oh, before all the lady, the, the, the women, the nag women start calling saying, oh, you're threatening violence against women, lighten up. I'm making a joke on her, uh, on her name, Jeannie Forehand. Yeah, I'd like to give her a forehand and a backhand. This coming Wednesday, February 19th, 1 o'clock, in front of the committee chaired by Senator Jenny Forehand, the proposed legislation will be discussed. There will be a public hearing. Now, there are six co-sponsors of this bill, all of them taxocrats, no surprise. But I'm sure there could be a couple of Republicans we're going to have to watch out for as well. If they're a Republican, I'm going to go after them too. You know that. Those of you that live in Maryland, I cannot emphasize whether you are a cigar retailer listening to me right now, whether you are a cigar consumer, even if you don't smoke cigars, if you think they're going to stop raising the age at which you can buy a product, think again. Next thing up, your ability to buy sugar-laden sodas and snacks and foods. Mark my words, this isn't going to end with just cigars or tobacco. So those of you in Maryland, I implore you, I order you, this coming Wednesday, February 19th, 1 o'clock, you need to show up in Annapolis State Capitol in front of the Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee. The hearing will take place uh, at 2 East Miller Senate Building, which is at 11 Bladen Street in Annapolis. If you want to be heard and testify, you must register the uh, as a witness to speak before 12.45 p.m. If you have written testimony, you have to submit 20 copies to the staff for distribution by noon. But I want you to speak. And we will tweet this out. We will put this on Facebook. It is vital. I cannot emphasize enough. This would be an outrage. We can vote at 18. We can die for our country at 18, but heaven forbid we smoke a cigar when we're 18. Absolutely outrageous, unacceptable. Maryland lieutenants, the call has been made. I need the cavalry to show up this coming Wednesday, 1 o'clock in Annapolis, and let that committee know we will not allow that to take place. End of discussion. If you miss a part of the show, you can download the podcast to listen anytime. Go to iTunes and search Cigar Dave or log on to CigarDave.com.
Listen up, all you cigar lieutenants. We've got your next set of marching orders. While it seems like everyone is busy trying to wussify America, there are still some who value the premium cigar good life. Head over to CigarMaestro.com, where you can learn directly from some of the most knowledgeable cigar experts in the world. The Grupo de los Maestros, the makers of great brands including Monte Cristo, Romeo E. Giulietta, H. Upman, and many others. When you understand the hard work and skill that goes into crafting every hand-rolled cigar, you'll appreciate every new smoke even more. Finish the training and then pass the test to earn a true symbol of alpha male cigar knowledge, the Certificado de los Maestros. You already love premium cigars, but now you can take that appreciation to the next level. Visit CigarMaestro.com today. CigarMaestro.com is an exclusive premium cigar educational website for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. If you're a lover of modern, full-bodied cigars, you're in for an awesome treat. Introducing Monte from Monte Cristo, a dynamic new cigar expertly crafted with not one, but two binders. Bold, masculine, and totally unique. Monte's amazing flavor will knock your socks off. A rare Nicaraguan binder, selected for its spectacular taste and sweet aroma, provides the perfect complement to a spicy Dominican Olor binder. This innovative use of two binders adds strength as well as complexity, culminating in an unbelievably flavorful smoke. A rich, dark Ecuadorian wrapper and aged Dominican fillers add even more punch, ensuring a knockout smoking experience. Savor a modern legend today. Monty, double binder, amazing flavor, great price. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each loving age for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, because I have my upper respiratory infection, no pleasure sticks for me. However, we have brought in Private Eric from the Master Control Center. Private Eric, are you ready to conduct litation with this five star? I'm honored. You should be. All I'm right, honored. here we go. We are going to, in just a moment, Pull out a cigar that I know that you will very much enjoy. 
cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Oops, forgot to mention the cigar. I'm so used to doing it myself, not having to do play-by-play for someone else. But I've pulled out a Rocky Patel Vintage 2003 Cameroon. This is the latest addition to the 90, 92, and 99 Vintage Series. A beautiful, beautiful, magnificent age Cameroon wrapper. Rolled around eight-year-age Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers. It's medium-bodied, some spice, just a very, very well-made cigar. Love Cameroon wrapper, little tooth, little sweetness. You cannot go wrong. Comes in about uh, seven, eight different sizes. And uh, let's see what I'm going to pull out for Private Eric. I need something that he can handle. Tell you what, I'm going to send out the Breakout the Churchill. Seven inches in length, 48 ring gauge, beautiful bluish, almost a, uh, a, a purple-blue band with a little bit of uh, silver and white. Very elegant, and we will use the self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel cutter today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, the Cigar Dave Signature Lock and Load prototype, ready to go. Five jet flames. It will do a beautiful job for Private Eric on this RP Vintage 2003 Cameroon. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. There's the cut. Now I will be your cigar sommelier for you, Private Eric. I will gently toast the foot of this cigar. Now, usually I only do this for very hot dames, but I will make an unusual exception for you. I was going to say, how much is it going to cost me? Not going to cost you anything. No cost whatsoever. The only cost is that you must enjoy this cigar, which I know that you will. All right, the cigar is properly toasted, so I'm going to ask you to take that cigar, and I'm going to give you the litation device. You have watched me many times. I would like you to fire up that litation device, puff and rotate. Looks like a beautiful draw. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Beautiful. Ah, nice, beautiful aroma. What do you think, Private Eric? Nice little sweetness, little spice, not too heavy. You like it, huh? It's pretty nice. Enjoy that cigar. That is my gift to you. And remember, when Private Eric, you started coming here, you were smoking not the greatest cigars. Now, of course, only five-star selections for you. Nothing but the best from Cigar Dave. That's right. I have taught him to be a proper alpha male. We always want top shelf. Lieutenants, my special libation to assist in my recovery of this upper respiratory infection is coming your way next. It's not a hot toddy. But it's something very similar that I have created, and it's coming your way next. 877-DAVE-007. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is E.P. Carrillo's E-Stunner. Not a member of the club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. This is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth, it will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, 
Nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Like a wolf feasting on a sheep's carcass, the general viciously shreds the enemies of pleasure and licks his blood-soaked chops with the taste of victory. Well, as I told you about the state of Maryland, where there is a bill being uh, that has been introduced, making its way through the House and now the Senate, that would raise the age, legal age, to purchase tobacco products, including cigars from 18 to 21. Glenn Loop, the executive director of the Cigar Rights of America, uh, just notified me that the FDA has a task force issuing a report in 2015 to Congress on the implications of raising the national age to buy tobacco from 18 to 21 or to 25. Now, are you telling me that we can go ahead and, and serve our country, risk our lives in pursuit and in the safety of freedom, but yet we've got these clowns in Washington that are going to tell us that we not, may, not, may not be able to have a cigar until we're age 25? Are you kidding me? This is absurd. This is absolutely absurd. They don't want prohibition. What they want is the next best thing, and that is making it so difficult So we'll raise the age. We'll make it difficult for people to use the product. And what I find amazing now is everybody's going after cigars. They're going after cigarettes. But if you want to go smoke a joint, go ahead. We encourage that. Let's vote for marijuana. I don't have a problem. I'm 100% in favor of legalizing the use of marijuana. 100%. So I am not being hypocritical in any way, shape, or form. Not my business. But please... What drives me nuts is I'll guarantee you many of these people that are jumping up and down to promote the legal sale of marijuana are the same ones saying, you shouldn't allow people to smoke cigars and cigarettes at all. Or if you do, 25, and you should tax it heavily. But, hey, dude, I want my doobie, man. You kidding? You know that's true. Outrageous. What freaking country are we living in? I mean, the more I'm thinking about it here, the more I'm thinking, geez... Maybe uh, Russia is getting more freedoms than we are. I mean, and that's a pathetic statement. That really is still the Soviet Union, any way you want to look at it. But that is a absolutely, that is pathetic to think that there is another country in this, in this world that is now getting more freedoms than we are. They have no problem. Congress, the president, has no problems dispatching 18-year-old men, 18-year-old boys to go into battle, risk their lives, 
risk limb, risk life. But, oh, by the way, you want to have a cigar? I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait till 21 or 25 because we know better for you. Let me ask you, what's riskier, going into battle at 18 or smoking a cigar at 18? I think we all know what the answer to that is. But that doesn't prevent the commander-in-chief. That doesn't prevent any of the generals from saying, we need to go into a, a, a hostile place. We need to deploy. So it's okay to risk your life at 18, but it's not okay to smoke a cigar at 18. This is absurd. This country has been taken over by enemy of pleasure terrorists, and that's exactly what I'm going to call them, because that's what they are. They're subverting the Constitution. They're subverting what our founding forefathers created. And remember, when you look at a terrorist, one of the one of the things that can be used to describe a terrorist is the fact that you can't rationalize with a terrorist. If you're going to sit down with somebody from Al-Qaeda and say, look, let's sit down, let's have some, let's have a libation, let's fire up a cigar, let's work this out. Are you kidding? You can't work anything out. There is, they have a, they are, have a moral philosophy that no matter what the ends, this is what they want to accomplish. That's really what a terrorist does. A terrorist cannot be negotiated with. So when we see these enemies of pleasure, these pleasure police, the food police, the cigar police, it's the same exact thing. You cannot differentiate. You cannot sit down with a Henry Waxman, who thankfully is retiring, and say, listen, Henry, let us show you that adults are the ones smoking cigars. These aren't kids. They don't care. Tobacco's tobacco's tobacco. Just like to a terrorist, American freedom, American freedom, American freedom is American freedom. They hate American freedom, and the enemy of pleasure terrorists hate the fact that we have the freedom to enjoy a product that is legal that we enjoy consuming. There's no difference between them. And I know there's going to be people say, how can you say that, General? I'm not saying they're going to go out and blow up buildings and blow up airplanes, but they're way of thinking is the same. There is no difference. You can't sit down and show them rational, intelligent data. You can't do it to an al-Qaeda terrorist. You can't do it to a Muslim extremist terrorist. And you can't do it to an enemy of pleasure terrorist. I had a conversation with Kelly Brownell. More like a debate. I pounded that fat SOB right into the ground. Now, he at the time was in charge of the Yale University Rudd Center of Obesity. Now, here's a guy who's probably about 5'10", easily 100, 120 pounds overweight. Easy. Easy. This man cannot buy a belt in any regular store because most places go up to, like, what, 42, 44? I guarantee you this guy's probably in the 52, 54 area. But meanwhile, he's jumping up and – well, he's not really jumping up and down because if he jumped up and down, he'd either put a hole through the floor or uh, he'd pass out. But this man is figuratively jumping up and down, saying we need to do, we need to stop obesity. We need to go after the food companies. And yet, here's a guy, 120 pounds overweight. So if I were to sit down to him and say, "Listen, Kelly, let's talk about this. This isn't the food companies creating this. This is the individual. 
Have you ever thought about maybe getting on a treadmill? Have you ever thought about going on a diet? Have you ever thought about joining Weight Watchers? You ever thought about swimming or exercising? Oh, no, 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 no. It's nothing to do with that. It's all the evil food companies. So I could sit there, and I did, for 20 minutes debating him. Couldn't get through to the guy because you cannot negotiate with a terrorist. And so when you have someone who does not listen to common sense, who does not listen to intelligent, rational evidence, they're a terrorist. Again, doesn't mean they're going to go and blow up something, but they're going to do whatever it takes, including manipulating the truth, which is what the enemies of pleasure do, to advance their cause. We know this for a fact. This isn't something that's extremely unusual. And to me, this is absolutely outrageous. And later on, I'm going to tell you about the People's Republic of California. The People's Republic of California wants to protect you. They want to protect you from soda. And now we've got the trial pimps that now want to get in on the act on big food, which I will tell you in the beginning of the next hour. I'm sorry. I want to enjoy a libation. I want to enjoy a cigar, and I don't want some bureaucrat in Washington telling me how I can do it, when I can do it, and how much it's going to cost me to do it. It's unacceptable. We have lost so many freedoms in this country. It is incredible. And there's no question, this administration, I watched an uh, interesting report last night, talking, and this is from a, from a liberal law professor saying that the current administration is the most lawless administration ever in the history of this nation. They're making Richard Nixon and his administration look like a bunch of saints. And what's amazing to me is we have the taxocrat party that stands by idly because to them, politics trumps country. Politics trumps country. And that is a sad, pitiful state of affairs. When we have elected officials that won't even stand up and say, wait a minute, forget whether I'm Republican or Democrat, forget whether I'm liberal or conservative, this is about the Constitution. This is about our democracy. We as elected officials have to rise above politics, have to buy, rise above pettiness, and do what is right for this country. We took an oath to uphold the Constitution, not to uphold the principles of the Democrat or Republican Party not to uphold liberal or conservative principles, but to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Are they doing it? The answer is no. And it's disgusting, it's shameful, and when I look at people like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, and I see Henry Waxman, and I see Nancy Pelosi, and all these other clowns standing idly by, it makes me sick. It is makes me literally nauseous to see that they wouldn't do the things that the Republicans did during the Nixon administration. When Senator Howard Baker, Republican of Tennessee, found out what was going on as head of the committee, he didn't sit idly by and put politics over country. He put country over politics. And he led the investigation and what led ultimately to the resignation of Richard Nixon and the indictment of numerous people in his administration. We don't have that today because people have no character, they have no honor, and they have no integrity. That, to me, is absolutely pitiful and pathetic. Lieutenants, I have much to get to. I got on a little diatribe that I really didn't expect to get on. 
However, when we come back, we will go to the phones at 877-DAVE-007. A lot more to get to. I'm going to tell you about the enemies of pleasure in the People's Republic of California next hour, as well as the trial pimps. They went after big tobacco. What are they going to go after now? Big food. Big food. Nothing more than a money grab. And we'll also have at 1.30 in our diversion segment, we'll have two of the greats in the world of cigars. Ernesto Perez Carrillo of E.P. Carrillo Cigar. We will have Mike Giannini of Foundry Cigar and El Credito, a part of General Cigar, as they talk about their new joint project called Reunited. And that's Re, R-E, the plus sign, United. Reunited, a great collaboration. We'll talk about that as we continue front and center. We enjoy the good life, lieutenants, but we need to make sure, first and foremost, that as American citizens, we protect our rights to enjoy the good life. You can now listen to the show 24-7, both online and through the General's new mobile app. Go to CigarDave.com for details. walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, the last segment I got into a diatribe and pontification against the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of America, that I forgot what I was intending to do in the beginning of the segment, and that was enjoy my libation. Now, as you can tell, I've got an upper respiratory infection. I need something that's going to soothe the throat. We talked about a hot toddy, I don't know, about six, uh, eight weeks ago on the show, but I've got a special libation that I have concocted. It is called the Hot Buffalo Alpha for several reasons. One, I'm an alpha. Two, I'm from Buffalo. And three, it contains Buffalo Trace bourbon. So we have all the essential food groups that we will have uh, in front of us. We have hot water. We have tea. Buffalo Trace bourbon, that's the most essential of the food groups. And for just a touch of soothing of the throat. I don't use honey. I use some agave nectar. Sommelier Dave gave this to me a while ago. It is magnificent. So what I will do, have the tea bag in. I will pour the boiling water that Miss Kate has just handed to me. We will allow the fresh tea to seep. And then what I will do is I will take my Buffalo Trace, some Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, very reasonably priced. And actually, before I put that in the in the mug here, and by the way, I do have a Buffalo Bills mug, which we have tweeted out, which is very important. If it's going to be a hot Buffalo Alpha, you got to have the appropriate mug. Before I put the Buffalo Trace in, I've got a little shot glass here. I'm going to pour the shot. Before I actually put it in the hot uh, the mug with the hot water and the tea, I'm going to take one sip. Hmm. Ah, properly coat and soothe the throat. I will now place the shot of bourbon into my hot tea. And I will take just a half teaspoon of the agave nectar. This is from Milagro. Just a little bit. Don't need much because it's extremely sweet. But this is from Meiko, and it is actually right from the plant. It's extremely sweet, extremely tasty. I remember when Sommelier Dave gave this to me. I was very impressed. Let me take a sip. Ah, I'm feeling my throat repair as we speak. Ah, this is beautiful. The hot buffalo alpha. Hot tea, shot of buffalo trace bourbon, Half a teaspoon of agave nectar stirred together in a Buffalo Bills mug. Excellent. Let's say hello to uh, Gail up in Georgia. You are front and center. I welcome you. Long ashes, General. This is the second time I've been able to talk to you, and it's an honor. Well, my pleasure. Welcome back. You may not recall our conversation, but I live up here in Statesboro, and I build uh, these giant-scale model airplanes. Yes, I do remember. Actually, I think you uh, sent some pictures. Anyway... Uh, there's a tip that I've never heard anybody talk about of how to uh, cut a cigar, and I've been doing something that is really unique. Mm-hmm. I have a Dremel drill out here in my shop, and I got a, uh, a, a, a deburr tip that is a very, very small diameter, three-quarters of an inch long, a long taper, and I put this into my, into my cigar instead of clipping it, and it bores a clean hole, when I pull it back out, tip the cigar up, it drops the sawdust out, if you will. And it's a perfect way to uh, get a cigar ready for smoking. With a drill bit. Very impressive. Well, it's not a drill bit. Oh, it's no. a deburr tool, so it's a real fine uh, grit. Okay. And it's a long taper. And it spins 30,000 RPM, so it doesn't shred. Well, it bores this clean hole in the end of the cigar in, an inch into it. 
Well, Gail, I would say that that is excellent. The only problem is it's tough to get one of those probably Dremels into your pocket when you want to travel with it. So it's a little tough. I thought about inventing a tabletop uh, battery-powered similar bit. When you press the cigar down, this is stands vertically from underneath, and you push a cigar into it, it centers the cigar, and when you pull it back out, you've got this board hole. Sounds cool. I'll tell you what you need to do is send us a picture so we can take a look. I haven't invented it yet, but everybody could do it now that I've spilled the Well, there, see that? You should have waited until you had the patent on it, Gail. Oh, that's all I do is invent stuff. That's part of my business, and uh, you can't get patents on anything because China will... China will duplicate it and throw it on the market, and you're out of money. Yeah, that's true. Well, Gail, I'll tell you what. Show us a picture of you actually putting that uh, that little bit into the All cigar. Right. We'd love to take a look at I'll that. I'll do that. I've got your email. And I do. the original call was a thank you for my cigar that you sent me one time. It was the, uh, the Brick House Mighty Mighty. is a Maduro. It was, I got it about a week later, and I've since then been a Brick House connoisseur. Excellent. It's a great cigar. I know that the Newmans would be thrilled that you enjoyed it and that you become a brick ha- a Brickhouse loyalist. It's a great cigar. Love it. I love all their sizes, both the Mighty Mighty Maduro as well as the regular Brickhouse. You can't go wrong. One of the great cigars at great prices that is it available really on is. the market. I Gail? Always a, I, I'm a Rocky Patel lover, too, the 1990s and the 92s both. And uh, I got in my humidor, I've got uh, all three different uh, cigars in there. In fact, yesterday, I just ordered another box of uh, the Brick House Maduros. Gail, that is fantastic. Enjoy those cigars and enjoy uh, 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 cutting them with a little Dremel contraption that you create. I can't wait to take a look at that. Let's say hello to Phil up in Columbus, Ohio, home of the Buckeyes. You are front and center. Long answers to you, General. Back at you, Phil. You know, I'm the uh, founder of the Cigar Car and Gun Club here in Columbus. And I have three sons in the military. We would love to get a picture of uh, you and Ms. Kate sent to my boys. Not a problem. We can arrange that. Ms. Kate will get uh, your info, and we'll, we'll be happy to send that out for you. They're big, they're big fans of the CAO uh, Americana Heritage Cigar, my three boys. And I've got one son that's under 21 that's an Army cadet. He's not going to be able to smoke cigars. Well, if he was right, if this legislation, and I'm going to tell you, I I think that there's going to be such an upheaval on this. But it's very clear, this is what the enemies of pleasure want. To them, they don't care that that you can be, what's amazing, on one hand, they're the first to say, you got to be 18, we need to lower the uh, the voting age, which I agree with. You should be 18 to vote. You're an adult. But then, then on the other hand, they say, you can serve and die for your country, but oh wait. You want to have a cigar? Oh, I'm sorry. We're, you're not smart enough to make that decision. You're smart enough to vote. You're smart enough to put your life on the line, but you're not smart enough to make a decision about smoking a cigar. Well, General, we're doing a fundraiser at the end of the month for Arnold Schwarzenegger's after-school All-Stars. Mm-hmm. You know, he's signing some ammo cans full of cigars. We're going to be auctioning them off at a dinner we have on uh, Friday night with Governor Kasich. Wednesday night, we're doing the fundraiser for him. You know, and we're doing it for kids that are young, and we're trying to teach them to be uh, conservative, have good values. And one of the things you want to do when, when you turn 18 is the pleasure of smoking a cigar. But it's okay to go do bong hits. You know, it's terrible what they're doing in this country. Uh, I agree. I totally agree, and that's why we are making the case and we're making sure that alpha males and connoisseurs understand exactly what their game plan is so that we can fight them. We have to show up. If we're visible... If we're vocal, we show up, 
We will win this battle. But we have to be every bit as nasty and as dirty and as vocal and as devious and get into the mud and roll around just like the taxocrats do, just like the enemies of pleasure. Remember, the taxocrats and enemies of pleasure have one thing in common. They will lie to advance their cause. So if we're going to, I, people say, well, General, you got to be above board. You know what? No. You got to go into the mud. You got to get dirty. You got to get nasty. And you got to out dirty them. And that's exactly what we will do. Phil, here's what I'm going to do for you. I will send you out some of the, we just talked about the Brick House. Got some Brick House Mighty Mighty Maduros coming your way. Our number two is next, Lieutenants. The Enemies of Pleasure never ends. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, my hot buffalo alpha properly soothing my slightly scratchy dry sore throat. No cigar for me today, but that does not preclude you from enjoying a pleasure stick. Certainly doesn't preclude you from enjoying a libation, and it certainly does not preclude you from enjoying alpha male pleasure maneuvers, because even though I may be slightly down for the count, that does not my effect, affect my ability to entertain, inform, discuss, pontificate all the elements of the alpha male lifestyle, to enjoy at least one element of the alpha male lifestyle. Maybe not a cigar today, but I sure can enjoy a warm, hot libation with just a splash of Buffalo Trace, well, maybe more than a splash, and some agave nectar. Let me take a sip here and welcome you back to our number two. Mmm. And we have posted pictures in the recipe of the Hot Buffalo Alpha on uh, Facebook, Twitter, at CigarDave.com. Don't forget to follow me, all those items. Just go to CigarDave.com. Easy buttons for to, uh, to follow me on the social media so you can see what's going on 24-7 throughout the course of the week. Before I get to a couple of very pressing items involving the enemies of pleasure, I do want to go back to the Facebook, revisit Facebook just one more time, because somebody tweeted and said uh, that you can put whatever category you want in the custom field. So you can put alpha, you can put male, and that is incorrect. I'm on Facebook right now, and I just typed in alpha, typed in male, and this is exactly what happens. I get a an error message saying you must select one or more custom genders in order to save. This is not one of the custom genders. Alpha does not count. We're going to work on that. But right now, if I just type in G, give an example, if I just type in G for gender, this is what uh, pops up. Let's see, gender fluid, gender variant, gender queer, gender questioning, gender nonconforming, 
a gender by gender, cisgender, cisgender female, cisgender male. Now, let me type in, let's just see what happens if I type in, here's by gender, non-binary. What is non-binary? Let me type in, let's see, uh, let's see what else I can pop in here that'll come up here. How about, uh, let's see, ah, trans female, trans man, trans person, uh, trans woman. So all these different categories you can come up with, but I cannot put alpha male. That is an outrage. That is something that we will work to get corrected because I want to proudly display on my Facebook page that I am a USDA 100% proud alpha male. I tell you what, what's, uh, no, no, I was, uh, hold on a second, hold on, hold on. No, no, yeah, no, 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 I was just talking to private, uh, private Brian. Nope, no, I got it, I got it. It was the liner, Brian, that's what I was talking about. All right, let me, let me talk about the enemies of pleasure here that, uh, that is very important. There's two things that, is, that are going on right now in the enemies of pleasure. And private Brian, I will have you have the fast food mayhem ready for me because we will use that in this segment. First up, the, there is a plot right now by the trial pimps to go after the food companies. They're calling it big food. Now, we've heard about big tobacco. We've heard about the the war on tobacco. We've heard about the evil tobacco. And now they're going after the purveyors of the products that we consume. They're going after the people that make cookies and cereal and, and soups. You name it, they're going after it. And lawyers are now pitching state attorneys general in 16 states with a radical idea. And that is to make the food industry pay for the soaring costs that are supposedly attributed to obesity. Now, we heard the same thing about big tobacco. We need to go after big tobacco because they pushed a product. And when they we're talking about big tobacco, it's really big cigarettes because it's not cigars. The cigar manufacturers are very different Cigar manufacturers never went out and said that go out, smoke as many cigars as you want. They never put any prod- any uh, uh, additives into their cigars to make them addictive. In fact, when it comes to cigars, what happens is in the fermentation process, the nicotine dissipates. The nicotine goes away. Is there a slight amount of nicotine in a cigar? Yes. But... The fact is, you don't see people running outside in the middle of the day or getting off an airplane running to smoke a cigar. Why? Because people do not smoke cigars for the nicotine content. doesn't happen. What is happening now is the trial pimps are looking for the next golden goose. They've gone after, you name it, methophilioma. They've gone after asbestos. They've come out with everything. Now I love watching these trial pimps. If you took a medicine for your heart condition, there could be a 1 in 175 trillion possibility that you could have damage. Call us. We're for our own pocketbooks. That's exactly what these trial pimps are all about. I have little respect for them. They're not about their clients. They're not about saving America. They're after their own pocketbooks. They're after their own bank accounts. If they just be honest about it and say, hey, the reason that we want to sue people is to enrich ourselves, I'd be fine with it. At least they're honest about it. But when they say, well, we're here to protect the people that can't protect themselves, that's a load of bull. Last time I looked, all these big trial pimps, 
They're not driving around in little Yugos. They're living high off the hog. They're doing quite well. And how do they do that? They do it by destroying American business. Plain and simple. They don't create wealth. They don't create value. They don't do anything of the sort. They do it by destroying business. And if they can get a business to settle, even though the business says, hey, look, I know I'm in the right. We didn't do anything wrong. What do their attorneys say? The plaintiff, the, the, the defense attorneys say, listen, by the time we fight this, by the time we go to court, you can write a check for X and it'll be gone. And that is a sad, pathetic state of affairs. In this country, we should adopt what the rest of the world has adopted, and that is loser pays. You're a plaintiff trial pimp. You go after some company and you lose, you write the check. You write the check to the plaintiff for their costs, their fees, for everything else. Watch how quickly all these frivolous lawsuits would just dissipate overnight like that. Well, right from the playbook of going after big tobacco, there is a law firm now with a partner by the name of Paul McDonald from the Valorum Law Group in Chicago who is leading the charge against big food. His firm has sent out proposals to attorneys general from California to Mississippi explaining how suing big food could help their states close budget gaps as billions in Medicaid expenditures eat a growing share of tax revenues. Let's see. Last time I looked, Medicaid is because because there are people that can't afford regular insurance, so consequently the state comes in and picks up the tab, and we're seeing an expansion of Medicaid. Well, I would say if you want to get rid of Medicaid, how about creating a more vibrant economy? How about let's getting people off Medicaid, getting them into jobs? I think that's one way, but of course the trial pimps don't look at it that way. Paul McDonald, partner of Valorum Law Group, said, I believe that this is the most promising strategy to lighten the economic burden of obesity on states and taxpayers and to negotiate broader public health policy objectives. And they've sent proposals to all these attorneys general, and they want the states to sue big food. In a letter to the Pennsylvania Attorney General last year, McDonald said that the state faced a $3.5 billion shortfall and that by suing big food, they could recoup a piece of that. But so far, no state has agreed to sign on. And the central argument is that food and beverage companies have to some extent contributed to the nation's obesity crisis, and therefore they should pay for the costs of that portion of the medical expenses. But here's one little item that the trial pimps never mention. Over the last 10 years, big food, as they like to refer to it, has introduced 20,000 healthier products. They have voluntarily removed salt from their foods, reduced sugar content. They don't market to kids. They've reduced marketing to kids. So all this, this, this supposed epidemic that they're talking about is really bogus because the food companies without any government legislation have changed. Go into any food aisle. I, was, I picked up some soup a couple of days ago for my throat and for my upper respiratory infection. Well, I looked at the Campbell's aisle, and, man, there's tons of healthy requests, low sodium, low fat. That's what I bought. I didn't need the government to tell me that. I didn't need somebody suing big food to do that. And there were other people that were buying it because a lot of the cans from the healthy, uh, healthy section were sold out. This is nothing more than the trial pimps wanting to go after a big pot of gold. That's it. 
And, of course, the trial pimps say this isn't a matter of casting the food companies and executives as villains. There's a cost to what they're doing and that the taxpayers are picking it up, and we need to help the taxpayers. We need to help the attorneys general in the states. It's ridiculous. So what has happened here is this is nothing more than, or what is happening, this is nothing more than a potential money grab. And in fact, what they're trying to do is use something, a theory that former FDA Commissioner David Kessler came out with, which had no basis in science. And basically, he came out and said that we think there's a phenomenon known as food addiction, and that if a food contains certain fats and sugars and salt, then it causes people to be addictive. They can't help themselves. So therefore, we need to do something about it. Well, this is ridiculous. This is nothing more than a fishing expedition. But the mere fact that there are these trial pimps that are pushing these attorneys general, mark my words, one attorney general will say, you know what? we got nothing to lose. They're going to take it on a consignment basis, on a contingency fee basis. So no problem. Let's run with it. Here's one little issue. You never had a case of a food executive ever telling someone that the more you eat, the better it is for you. You never had a food executive saying, you absolutely should eat this because it will make you healthier. You never had a food executives, food executives getting together saying, let's find ways to make our food more addictive. Do they want food to taste good? Yes. We all want our food to taste good. I don't want to eat something that tastes bad. You want it to taste like, uh, like uh, cherry cough medicine? I don't, and you don't. They're looking and grabbing at straws. But nonetheless, lieutenants, what will happen is they will try to find and they'll, they'll try to get one attorney general to bite. And when that happens, look out. These trial pimps are not for saving states money. They're not for protecting consumers. They're all about one thing enriching and enlarging their bank accounts. And anyone thinks that any of these trial pimps that you see on television are noble and honest and looking out for the client, then you are smoking the weed they're selling in the state of Colorado right now. Do you want to smoke the same cigars the general does during the show? See past cigar and libation selections anytime at CigarDave.com. Now, a few words with Nish Patel about the new Zen. Hi, this is Nish Patel, and I'm the creator of the Zen cigar that we released last year, Zen by Nish Patel. Today, I'm here to tell you a little bit about a new cigar that I've got coming out. For those of you that know me and you smoke the Zen, it's a Connecticut with a lot of spice. Well, you know what? Now it's time to blend a cigar to my palate. I've got a lot of passion for the cigar. I wanted to come out with a full-bodied cigar with a ton of flavor, but smooth in the palate. It's got to have some chocolate notes to it. It's got to have some sweet espresso, some nuts. Let's go and blow it up really big. Have it smooth, full flavor, and delicious. It's coming out in the spring. Look for it. I tell you, it's going to be a hit. Wait till you guys try it. The new full-bodied Zen coming soon. Surgeon General warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, 
I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Dave's health recommendation. Include ample amounts of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables. Well, congratulations to the USA hockey team that defeated the Soviets. I don't call them Russians. I still call them the Soviets. They defeated them in uh, overtime, actually, today. I think the final score was, uh, what was it, 3-2? to two? Was that, Is that correct? 3-2 in the shootout. 3-2 in the shootout. And I'm just waiting, as one of our lieutenants uh, tweeted out, when is Obama going to call Putin to bow and apologize for the American hockey team defeating the Soviets? But nice move. Unfortunately, in curling last night, the U.S. lost to the Soviets by just a fraction, just a hair. All right, let's say hello to uh, Al in Sarasota. You are front and center. Long ashes to you, General. Back at you. I'm just a private calling from Sarasota. I'm 80 years old, and uh, by the way, I loved your monologue on uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and uh, those evil people. Yes, enemies of America, as the I call them. The only people you left out, by the way, were Schumer and Reed, but that's okay. You, you just brought them in, so they're all enemies of America, exactly. I'll tell you why I called, sir. Uh, I was out at, uh, my doctor told me recently that, that I had to, quit cigarettes, but he said, if you got to smoke, smoke cigars, which he does. And I smoked cigars many years ago. I'm not tell you how many years ago it was Phillies. I don't think they make those No, anymore. they sure do. No, Phillies are still made. Very popular machine-made brand. 
Really? Well, anyway, here's my question. Uh, I uh, I drink uh, a bourbon called Woodford Reserve, yep. which uh, I was out at Brown Foreman in Louisville uh, bidding on a label contract, and uh, I got a chance to sip Woodford Reserve, and I switched to, from Jack Daniels to that about eight years ago. Absolutely love it. But I need a cigar. My doctor said I can smoke cigars. But I I need a cigar. You know, I've I've been going since I started, which was only three weeks ago. I go into Seven Elevens and buy any brand, and you know. Uh, Al, I'm going to stop. Al, Al, I got to stop you right there. Stop right there. Al, when did you quit cigarettes? I quit cigarettes uh, six weeks ago. Okay, I don't want you smoking anything for a year, including cigars, and I'll tell you why. All you are doing now is looking to replace one habit with another, and the problem is that there will be a tendency for you to inhale. And you will smoke too many cigars. You need to wait a year. You need to let your palate clear. You need to totally be off cigarettes. And then, in a year, you call me, I'll give you recommendations. The problem is, I see this all the time. People saying, oh, I'm quitting cigarettes to smoke cigars. Well, we smoke cigars for a totally different reason than cigarettes. We smoke cigars for the aroma, for the taste, for the relaxation, for the camaraderie, whereas people smoke cigarettes for the nicotine. And the problem is I've seen too many people that when they quit cigarettes, they say, great, I'm going to go to something healthier. Well, cigars, I don't say are healthier or not healthier. They're smoked for a totally different reason. And if you start smoking cigars so quickly after cigarettes, what will happen is you'll start to inhale, and that's not the objective of smoking cigars. So, Al, what I ask you to do is I think it's great that you quit cigarettes. Don't smoke anything for a year. In a year, you call me back, and I will guarantee I'll give you a fantastic recommendation. And, lieutenants, I say this all the time. If you want to quit cigarettes, quit cigarettes because you want to quit cigarettes, not to smoke cigars or to smoke pipes or anything else. That's like somebody saying, you know what, I'm going to stop. uh, I'm an alcoholic. I'm going to stop drinking alcohol, but uh, let me find something else to substitute that addiction. That's not why we enjoy cigars. So all I ask you is that if you are or have been a cigarette smoker, wait a year. Wait a year, let your palate clear, get totally off the nicotine, and then when you're ready, I will guide you in the right manner. All right, uh, what we'll do is in just a few minutes, I want to tell you, tell you what, I'm going to save this story for the something going on with the enemies of pleasure in the People's Republic of California. I'll save that towards the uh, for the last segment. But when we come back, we've got two very special guests. We'll be joined by Ernesto Perez Carrillo, a VP Carrillo Cigar, by the way, the maker of the special cigar that we will be enjoying for the Officers Club selection, the East Stunner, beautiful stick, launched last summer at the Cigar Retailers Convention. And we'll also be joined by Mike Giannini of El Credito, as well as the Foundry Cigar company, part of General Cigar. They have collaborated on a new cigar called Reunited. R-E, the plus sign, United, Reunited. We'll talk to both of them, how it came about, two of the giants in the world of cigars when we come back. 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. You want to talk to them? Get on early. I know the lines will jam up with these two cigar legends. This month's selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the E-Stunner from E.P. Carrillo. It's easy to join. Go to CigarDave.com for details.
If you love modern full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo e Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper, available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers and body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo y Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar. Life. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. It's the General Cigar Dave. Well, we have had some magnificent Officers Club selections the last number of months. October, we had the La Gloria Cubana Serie R. January, the La Gloria Cubana Serie R Esteli. And this month, just shipped out this week, the E-Stunner by E.P. Carrillo Cigar. And it is my pleasure to welcome... Two of my great friends and great people in the world of cigars, Ernesto Perez Carrillo from E.P. Carrillo Cigars and Michael Patricio Giannini from Foundry Cigar and El Credito Cigar and General Cigar. Gentlemen, welcome to the Cigar Dave Show today. Long ashes, General. How's everything going? Fantastic, Ernesto. Mike, are you there? I'm here. Long ashes, General. Back at you. Now, Mike, I know that you're not down in Little Havana where Ernesto is right now. So it's a little colder where you are. Oh, yes, it is, my friend. And I know that you miss being down in Little Havana in South Florida. Oh, Dave, that's an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> yeah, Richmond is just not your speed, Mike, but I know you do a lot of traveling, and I know that uh, you've done some great things. So first of all, by the way, Mike, do you like how I, I kind of Spanishized your name? I, I took Michael Patrick Giannini and made it Michael Patricio Giannini. I absolutely love that, Cigar. Dave, that's beautiful. All right, now, both of you gentlemen, we've known for a long time, and Mike, you worked with Ernesto for over 10 years down in Miami and with EP, uh, 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 actually, El Credito, and both of you have remained in touch, but you've got a project that you have both worked on called Reunited, R-E, the plus sign, United, which is appropriate since you have both now collaborated on a cigar. So who wants to start? 
Uh, Mike, I think you should start, you know, telling the, uh, you know, how this came about. Absolutely. By the way, how are you? That's how I haven't seen you in three days. Go ahead, Mike. So, so, Cigar Dave, so uh, I was in the Dominican Republic at the Grand Alamorante Hotel, which is a hangout for most cigar makers when they're down there. And I was waiting to get picked up to go to the general factory to work on some projects. And Ernesto pulls up to pick up somebody. And uh, we ran into each other. And it's like, man, how you doing? And how you doing? And miss you, miss you. And it's like, you know, we kind of like, hey, why don't you come over to the factory and let's, uh, let's just talk. And so that turned into us just playing around with some blends. Um, just between two great friends. I mean, you know, Ernesto is one of my great mentors in the cigar industry, and for us to be able just to collaborate um, on something very unique, I mean, we're both five years removed from Ernesto starting his own company, and I've taken over the La Gloria brand as well, it's Foundry Tobacco Company, and uh, we're doing different places in our life, but the love and respect that we have for each other kind of just grew into uh, – it's just having fun, just putting a blend together just to see what we could come up with. Ernesto, uh, when you and Mike worked together, it was interesting because I don't even know what Mike's title was. I don't know what your title was. You both just worked together and everything worked. And you just did a little bit of everything, very entrepreneurial. And so I would think that by getting together again, uh, titles weren't an issue. It was just a matter of working together and coming up with something that uh, you both would enjoy. Well, you know, the the thing is, you know, Cigar um, cigar Dave, the thing is, you know, we've, uh, and Mike can attest to this, and, and you know me long enough, that, you know, I'm not necessarily a, a title person, and, uh, you know, titles don't really matter when, uh, you know, you're talking about creativity and something, uh, doing something innovative. So, you know, when Michael and I worked together, you know, we worked together. It wasn't like, you know, I was Michael's boss or he was my employee or whatever. Uh, as a matter of fact, for uh, Michael only really worked for, you know, uh, for me, I guess you could say for maybe a year or two, and then he moved up to the uh, marketing, you know, where he was ahead of the, uh, of the uh, you know, brands there, uh, the glory and that type of stuff. So, I mean, you know, this is not a question of, um, it's a question like what Michael's saying, you know, we're both friends. Uh, you know, I, I have to say, Michael, since the time that, uh, you know, we stopped working together, you know, he's really matured a lot. He's become, uh, I think, you know, a true uh, master of marketing. Uh, and uh, so now, I, you know, it's, for me, it, it's, uh, you know, it's fun working for him uh, because I feel that, you know, uh, I had a little bit to do with that, you know, what he's achieved now. And it is to say, you know, what I've achieved now uh, you know, I have a lot to uh, thank him for also because he was always uh, uh, kind of telling me, you know, stop overthinking this thing, you know, just do it. It's going to be successful. So, I mean, <laughs> it was fun, let me tell you. And getting back together and doing this this, uh, this thing was really uh, spectacular. I think it's um, we have a great, a great cigar. Let me tell you a little bit about that. You know, basically when we did this, we wanted to do – you know, not only a, a uh, you know, where I would be using my tobaccos and, 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 and you know, just be my thing. I think uh, right from the start, you know, we, uh, we decided it had to be something where Generals uh, was involved also very heavily. And they had some tobaccos which, you know, uh, I like very much, like the, uh, the Habano Scudo 8th Priming that we use for the uh, Reunited. That's the uh, tobacco used for, uh, I believe, uh, the part of us. Right, Michael? That's exactly right, Ernesto. Benji's, yeah. 
And then they had also some, you know, old piloto cubano that I remember back from, you know, 10 years ago. And I said, let's get some of that. And uh, it's it's funny because, you know, we um, when we bought that tobacco about, I, I would say probably about eight, eight years ago, that was a 1998 crop. And it was all um, Seco, um, you know, 16. So it was a small, it's a small tobacco. But how that tobacco has, you know, uh, uh, kept its, you know, its, its intensity, its aroma, its, its taste, it's incredible. So we use some of that tobacco, we use some of my Nicaraguan tobacco, mostly from uh, Jalapa, and uh, we came up with a blend that, uh, you know, basically is, uh, it's, I think it's fantastic, you know, and everyone we've given it to has really enjoyed it, so I think we have a, uh, a, a hit there, uh, and something that our, you know, both Michaels and my fans are, are going to enjoy very much. Ernesto, you were really the first to really uh, popularize that Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. You, as well as uh, uh, the folks at Poros Indios, really, Rolando Reyes, a senior, really took that wrapper and really started to do a lot of great things with it. But this is the first time you've really worked with the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, specifically with this Oscuro, that eighth priming, the nice dark wrapper. How was that different working from the Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper that you've had on your other cigars? Well, that that that's a very uh, you know that's a very good question, uh, uh, Dave. Because you know it it is you know I mean we worked we worked with the Havana wrapper also for uh, you know our friends at uh, Crown Head for the Four Kicks, but it's basically a six priming, and it's uh, it's amazing how you know that upper priming that uh, you know more darker you know heavier tobacco, how it gives it a different uh, you know taste profile to the uh, to the cigar altogether. And, uh, I mean, it was great to work with because, you know, when we got it, basically the guys at, uh, at GCC had been fermenting it already for about eight months. So we just took it and, and, and worked it, and it came out to, uh, you know, to be something that I, I'd like to in the future do, be able to do something with, you know, that, that type of uh, wrapper, you know, that eight, nine priming Habano uh, wrapper that uh, comes from uh, Ecuador. Ernesto Perez Carrillo of EP Carrillo Cigar, Mike Giannini of Foundry Cigar and El Credito General Cigar, our guests. We talk about their new reunited. Mike, did you come up with the idea what type of blend you want? Was it a collaboration? How did that come about? Yeah, Dave, this was truly collaboration. Um, you know, like Ernesto said, that we worked so well together. It was just like going back, you know, five years ago. And so... When we sat down, I mean, it's really two cigar guys that are absolute geeks about what we do, and it's just like, let's come up with something really cool. So, you know, Ernesto wanted to use that specific wrapper. Um, we wanted to use some Nicaraguan tobacco. So it was truly collaboration. I mean, even the packaging day that you see with the cross, I mean, it was funny that both our initials are P, and it just kind of, like, it just kind of fell into place. The box also is like a silvery... Uh, it's my tilt to the modern edge, and then Ernesto's side, which is more of a dark mahogany, which Ernesto's right. always been a classic kind of guy. It was like two different type of two different school kind of guys putting together their take on it, but you know it just works. It just works really well. So we didn't want to do anything that I was doing at uh, Foundry or Foundry Tobacco Company or at, uh, at uh, La Gloria, or Ernesto didn't want to do anything that was similar to what he was doing with E.P. Carrillo. So. You know, it's just two guys getting together and just like, let's make the greatest dish, so to speak, of uh, a blend that we could put together. And it, I mean, when we got done, it was funny. And Esther and I were smoking uh, this past Monday in New York, and we were like, man, this is really good. Like, somebody else had made this cigar, but 
what it really spoke to is how much geek cigar geeks we are. I mean, even though we're we're not geeks. Mike, you so, said that that Ernesto is more of a classic uh, kind of guy with with cigars, but let me just challenge you on that because when when he introduced La Gloria Cubana Serie R, that was very cutting edge at the time. Sizes and ring gauges that large. Really, nobody had done it there before. That, that's very, very true. But, but Ernesto is a very modest uh, sweetheart of a man. And uh, his sensibilities, when you work with him, he's very classic. And that's what I love about him. It's, it's his homage to the old school guys that have been around. So, I mean, that's how he thinks. And uh, I love that. I love that he keeps that history alive. So, yeah. I mean, even though Serie R went to bigger ring gauges, it was really, you know, his true vision of, hey, man, I need to make bigger cigars because I'm getting taste out of it. And that's pretty much what he does is just make great cigars. All right, so let's... So I'm a big fan of his. Well, let's talk about the Reunited. So how is it you got together, you're at the El Gran Almirante, you have this idea. How long between the time that you had the idea that you talked about at the hotel till you actually started working on a blend? It was that week. I mean, we I went over to his factory, and we just kind of caught up. And then, you know, next time I was down, he came over to our factory. We were just doing this for fun, Dave. And I think it finally dawned on us, Ernesto, right about September of last year, that it was like, hey, man, we had a really great blend here. Why don't we just do a collaboration and put it out in the marketplace? And uh, that's what happened. I mean, we had no intention of really putting a product together for the market. It was just Two friends that just wanted to get together and have some fun. So, Ernesto, tell us about uh, when you decided you're going to make this cigar. You're at, the, at each other's factories. How did you decide upon the flavor profile? How did that all come about? How did the blend, how was the blend created? Well, you know, needless to say, we wanted to do something that uh, was not. I mean, it, it was different for uh, for both of us, and and uh, and really, the one of the ways that we could do that was, you know, not using maybe tobaccos that, you know, that I wasn't using before, like it was that, you know, that particular wrapper. Uh, you know, the binder that we use is broadleaf, which, you know, we've never, I've never used in, in uh, either in a Sumatra or, or, or Habano blend. And, and I kind of, you know, learned from that experience that it's something that I can use in the future and, and give it the, uh, you know, the kind of complexity and, and, and taste that I think that, uh, that I'm looking for. So, I mean, I wasn't looking for anything in particular. As a matter of fact, when we did this, I made like, two, you know, three or four different blends for uh, for Mike. And basically, I sent it to him. And, um, you know, he tried, uh, he, he, you know, he came back to me after, I don't know, a month or two months. And he said, you know, I like this one. That's, that's when I started smoking the cigars. And um, at first, you know, I said, I liked another one better than, than that one. But the more I smoked this one, I said, you know, this is the right one. And... Uh, but I wanted to make it different than what I'm making, or you know, anything that uh, you know he may make, he may be making with General or, or Foundry. And I didn't want to give it that Dominican taste. I didn't want to give it that Nicaraguan taste. I wanted to give it a taste that was unique to itself in that sense. That's why we use, you know, tobaccos that I mean, you're talking about tobaccos back from from '98. Uh, you know, the uh, the Piloto Cubano that, that was being used at that time. And, and some great, you know, jalapa tobacco that we have. So in that in that sense, I didn't want to do anything that, you know, was either copying myself and the sense of the brands that I have out there or something that, you know, General may be doing. Our guest uh, today as we talk about the new Reunited Cigar by uh, 
both uh, E.P. Carrillo Cigar and Foundry Cigar. We've got Ernesto Perez Carrillo of E.P. Carrillo Cigar. We've got Michael Patricio Giannini of Foundry Cigar and El Credito Cigar. We will continue with both of them as our final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. Catch The Cigar Dave Show anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app available for Android and iOS. It is a real smoking app. Go to CigarDave.com for info. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Before we go back to our guests, want to wish our colonel in charge of the European Theater of Operations, Mick the Brit, a very happy birthday tomorrow. I'm sure Mick has his uh, harem ready to go. I know he has his libations ready to go, and I'm sure he'll have a fine celebratory cigar. So, Mick, on behalf of all the American uh, lieutenants and the American officers in the Cigar and Alpha Male Army, we extend to you a very happy birthday tomorrow over in the U.K. Rejoin now. 
by Ernesto Perez Carrillo of E.P. Carrillo Cigar, Mike Giannini of Foundry Cigars in El Credito, part of General Cigar, talking about their new reunited collaboration. Now, we talked about uh, the blend on this cigar. The wrapper is going to be an Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro 8th Priming. The filler is some Dominican Palato Cubano from General and some uh, Nicaraguan from uh, uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo's uh, inventory. And so, gentlemen, now that we know what the blend is, I'm going to ask each of you to describe, in your words, the flavor profile and flavor characteristics of the cigar. Let's start with, uh, with Ernesto. Well, I would say this is uh, basically a uh, medium to, uh, to full smoke. It, um, you know, it, uh, one of the things that, that I like about this particular uh, smoke, you know, it, it leaves your palate, even after you've blown out the, uh, the smoke, it leaves your palate with a little bit of tingling, elicit with, uh, you know, some complexity. And just a hint of, you know, a little, uh, how you say, not sweetness so much, but just a very nice bouquet uh, in, in your palate, which is something that, that I like very much. You know, sometimes you smoke a cigar, and once you blow that air of the, uh, the smoke out, there's nothing left. With this particular cigar, there's always, you know, that taste there that uh, says, uh, you know, I don't have to keep... Um, puffing away to get any satisfaction because, you know, it's there on a, on a constant basis. And then, of course, it has a little bit of strength. It has, you know, some of that uh, earthiness of the uh, Piloto Cubano from uh, Dominican Republic, which is, uh, you know, very unique in the sense that, you know, the area where this particular tobacco comes from, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a dry area, and, and it has some very particular, uh, how do you say, strength profiles but it's not something that's overbearing that's going to, uh, you know, uh, kind of be offensive to a certain degree to your palate. Mike, would you concur with that? Uh, at 100%. And the other thing, Dave, is the binder. The binder itself, which is kind of unique, is we uh, added a Connecticut broadleaf binder to it. So that was something that we kind of struck upon that, you know, you get this Ecuadorian Habano wrapper with these, you know, this heavy Nicaraguan filler and this Piloto Cubano. But it was funny to combine that wrapper, the, the binder, with a wrapper. Really just kind of smooths it out. So it's like a little bit, you know, in, in Chinese cooking, they actually put apples in when they're making chicken soup. And not that it actually brings out the sweetness, but it adds a little bit of sweetness, like Ernesto was describing. So that was a really unique thing that we hit upon. It just rounds out this, this smoke that's just flavor. It's just lots and lots of flavor. And if you were on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of strength profile, uh, 10 being obviously maximum strength, Mike, what would you rate it? Uh, you know, Dave, I don't really know what that means. I What I speak to about blends is more about flavor. And if okay. you want to talk about flavor, I would say it's about an 8, eight to 10 in flavor. I All mean, right. it just delivers on everything we try to accomplish. A lot of flavor. Ernesto, 1 to 10. I would say probably um, 6 to seven and a half, eight. See, know, as far as the strength. And this is what's beautiful because everybody's got a different palate, so everybody in turn has a different way of measuring strength. I think the only thing is to go pick one up and try it. Now, speaking of that, that will be available starting in a few weeks, correct? Uh, that That's is correct. correct. Yeah. And, and one of the things that, you know, we're going to be uh, distributing that uh, directly from um, um, EPC Cigar. And this was something that Michael, you know, I mean, we're only making 1,500 boxes. And. Uh, you know, realistically, we're we're already starting to get a lot of people calling about the, uh, you know, about the cigar, but it's only fifteen hundred boxes. So I mean, we're going to try to get it out as to as many people as possible, 
But by the same token, it you know it's it's not going to be available everywhere, unfortunately. And I should mention but, that 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 that's fifteen hundred boxes of ten, not twenty or twenty five. Of ten, that's so, correct. Right, yes. fifteen thousand cigars, only available in one size. My right. favorite, a six and a half inch by fifty four Super Toro. I love that. And do you have an idea of the suggested retail yet, Ernesto? I would say it's you know it's going to be around ten dollars, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less. We're still waiting on a couple of things that you know as far as the. Uh, uh, you know, getting um, some costs there with the boxes and stuff, but we're going to try to keep it in that level uh, just to make it, uh, you know, uh, uh, where everybody can at least try to uh, to enjoy it. You know, I think it's it's a good price level. And uh, like I said, it's going to be limited, And uh, but we're going to try to get it out to as many uh, places as, as we possibly can so that, you know, as many people as possible can enjoy it. Well, I look forward to having the new Reunited with both of you, hopefully in the very uh, near future where we can both have a cigar libation and celebrate some great times. Uh, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, VP Carrillo Cigar, Mike Giannini of Foundry Cigar, El Credito General Cigar. Gentlemen, we appreciate you joining us today. As always, look for the new Reunited Cigar. I cannot wait to get my hand on that masterful beauty. Lieutenants, Cigar Day of the General say, may your humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Tonight... My Syracuse Orangemen go for 25-0 against the Wolf Pack of North Carolina State. Go Cuse! Sea of Orange. <laughs>